0: This week's Parsha perspective is in honor of the refuah Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Rav Amitai ben Shoshana and Shaul ben Britta. This week's Parsha perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Kisisa, Coin of Fire. Our Parsha has a story of perhaps the biggest lapse of judgment in Jewish history. A sin that caused God to want to destroy the Jewish nation. A transgression that thousands of people died from and its consequences are felt till this very day. The Eglas of the sin of the golden calf. The story began at the end of last week's Torah portion when God called Moshe Rabbeinu up the mountain after the giving of the Torah. He was to stay on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights to study the Torah, learn it, and then teach it to the Jewish nation. But while Moshe was on the mountain, Some people intentionally miscalculated his return date, and then they convinced other people that Moshe Rabbeinu died. And they went to Aaron and Hur, who was Miriam's son, and demanded that they make an idol to lead them in Moshe's stead. Hur tried to talk them out of it, and he said that Moshe's return was imminent, and therefore there was no need to worry. But he was killed for refusing to follow along in their evil plans. So Aaron realized that he had no choice but to follow in their plan or face a similar fate, and he told them to gather all their gold and bring it to him so he can create an idol. Secretly, he hoped that it would take a while for them to collect it and wish Rabbeinu would be back before they were done. However, unexpectedly, the Jewish people quickly gathered all their gold and brought it before Aaron Hacoyin. And having no other choice, Aaron put all the gold into the fire and the gold took a form of a calf. The Jewish nation began to sing and dance around the golden calf, believing that this was their leader in Moshe's stead. And on the mountain, Hashem saw what the Jewish people were doing and told Moshe Rabbeinu to go down to them. Moshe Rabbeinu took the two luches and headed down the mountain. And as he came closer, he saw the golden calf and the people dancing around it. The luches he was holding suddenly became very heavy and he threw them to the ground, shattering them instantly. Moshe Rabbeinu then came to the golden calf, burnt it, and grounded it into a fine powder. He then went to the tribe of Levi and said, Join me and defend the oneness of God and his Torah. The entire tribe of Levi joined him as they punished those that sin with the golden calf. When they were finished, Moshe Rabbeinu turned to God and begged him for mercy. He told God to remember the bris, the covenant that he made with Avraham, with Yitzhak, and with Yaakov. He told Hashem that if he was to destroy the Jewish nation, he should erase his name, Moshe Rabbeinu's name, from the Torah. And God ultimately forgave the Jewish nation and told Moshe the 13 attributes of mercy we say each day. However, a question comes to mind. Before the episode of the Egel the golden calf, God told Moshe Rabbeinu to count the Jewish nation. He was to collect a half shekel coin from each man in the ages of 20 to 60 and then calculate the coins to get the total number of people. The Medrash writes that surprisingly, Moshe Rabbeinu did not know what a half shekel coin looked like, and therefore God showed him a matbe'el a half shekel of fire to demonstrate what the coin was. But if the half shekel coin was not highly valuable, and in fact it was extremely common, then how did Moshe not know what a half shekel looked like? And furthermore, there are many ways for Hashem, for God, to demonstrate to Moshe Rabbeinu which coin he is referring to. So why did God need to specifically show him a coin of fire, a matbeah shalish? Rashi on this Pesach, riff, Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading commentary on the Torah, answers this question by explaining that the half shekel was weight-based, meaning the Pesach writes, Machzitz shekel ha a half shekel by sanctuary weight. Rashi writes that there were different measurements for different type of half shekels. There was a shekel of sanctuary weight, which was 20 gera, and then there was a regular half shekel, and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be certain about which coin he was to collect he was to collect a half shekel of a shekel of, of sanctuary weight. However, the Rabbeinu Bahaya Rav bin ibn Asher, a famous Spanish commentary, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that Moshe Rabbeinu's confusion was not about the coin itself, but rather about its purpose and its value, meaning Moshe Rabbeinu did not understand how an insignificant coin like the half shekel could be of utmost importance to God and therefore God showed him a fiery vision of the coins to indicate that there was a deeper purpose and deeper meaning. The Rabbeinu B'chai explains that the significance of the half shekel of fire is that we are not complete without God in our life, we are only a half a shekel. No matter how successful or knowledgeable we are, we become indistinguishable from the masses without a space for God's holiness. We do not accomplish our singular purpose, nor do we leave a legacy fitting the uniqueness of our soul. Yet, when we consciously make room for the light of God to illuminate our lives, we begin to see the gravity behind the smallest detail. How a seemingly small act of kindness can drastically change a person's life. How the Torah, the wisdom of Hashem, is practical and necessary now more than ever. But most importantly, we see how the universe is not complete without each of us in it. And in our daily life, if we cease to grow thinking that we know it all, the path to our undoing is never more defined. For the world is dynamic and ever-changing, and in our day and age, that shift happens even faster. Yet if we build a solid foundation of knowledge and self-awareness, we can add and subtract as needed to maintain our achievement in an ever-evolving world. There's an amazing quote that I once read. The greatest enemy of success is not ignorance, it is the illusion of knowledge. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos.